What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Wrong Answers Only. Sorry for the lack of episodes this past week or so, but I am back with a very special guest. She's crazier than me, her mind is terrifying, and she's unapologetically herself, which is why I love her so much. We've had our ups and our downs, blah, 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 all that bullshit, but today she's here to talk about it all and nothing is off limits. This is Wrong Answers Only. Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. What is up, guys? So today I have the Kayla Alexis Johnson on the podcast. Here she is. Here she is. How does it feel to be here? Good. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Guys, as we were like setting up, because we're also kind of on a Zoom call doing a screen recording for content for Kayla. And she's like sitting here and she just got out of the shower and she's like, I'm hot, I'm cold, I'm hot, I'm cold. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's <laughs> she's having a nervous breakdown right now. Like it's terrifying. It um, is terrifying. It is because honestly, this is the first podcast that I've done without Isabella. And yeah. obviously Isabella has been super busy lately, so we haven't been able to like record and get content out. But um, And those are big shoes to fill, so I'm kind of nervous. I'm nervous too because normally, I mean, I have been getting better at like taking the reins <laughs> and sort of making this like my own show or whatever. But I don't know. Isabella is just so good at kind of making the flow of the podcast go really well because she's, she's funny so as hell. Funky, yep. Yeah, it's just she's she should be the real host but here I am big shoes to fill we'll see this could be an absolute shit show or it could go really fucking great either way I'm rocking it with confidence so here we go (laughs) absolutely guys last night Kayla and I were kind of going over the outline and we were sitting here and Kayla was like dude Every type of publicity is good publicity, whether it's good or bad. She was like, and the fact that I'm coming on, this is going to be so controversial for so many reasons. She's like, you're either going to get the people that hate me listening for like hate views or or the the people people that that love love me. me. Yep. This can go one of two ways. This might be your most viewed and this might be your least viewed. And I am so sorry. (laughs) Dude, I'm literally, if I come out of this and have like no viewers, I'm going to be like, all right. Okay, podcast, Kayla's cut. <laughs> podcast is over. Kayla can never come back again. It's okay. Isabella only. <laughs> Isabella only. Yeah, that's way. Yeah, you're. No. You might have a safer bet there. It's fine. Well, th- this should be good. This should be good. It's honestly just going to be a bunch of rambling because that's kind of what we do. But that is what we do. I guess what we can first start out as is like everyone kind of knows that we're best friends. Um, I feel like our relationship has definitely like grown and has gone like up and down throughout the Every many years. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I want you to kind of give an outline of our friendship because yeah. I like the way that you tell this story better because I black out a lot of our memories since a lot of it had to do with <laughs> basketball. Like, Oh, I, yeah, for sure. I mean, so you, you tend to remember a lot better. So okay. go ahead and give us an outline. So walking through the halls of the junior high. Well, by the way, Kinsley's a year older than me. Yeah, so very true. I was like, shoot, for like trying to ball a big friendship here, trying to get the clout, you know. Anyway, so walking through the halls as a little seventh grader, I see this girl with the biggest RBF I've ever seen in my entire life, and I was like, 
wow, like I should be her friend. She was miserable <laughs> and lonely as hell, which she wasn't. She was so, she had so many friends. She was so popular and I'm kind of just a chilling person. So yeah, I didn't really have a lot of friends. So I was out to get some, but anyways, so Kinsley and I played basketball together. That's where we first hung out. That's where our first memories came about, but we really didn't get close until high school. And yeah. high school was a shit show. That's <laughs> when the memories started and the relationship just flourished. And I'll never forget because Kins was graduating a year ahead of me. Like I said, she's older than me. And that was the saddest moment, one of the saddest moments in my life. We would FaceTime each other and just cry. And we literally still lived five minutes away. Like, I don't know why we didn't just go hug each other. But we would just send each other videos of us crying or saying how much we missed each other. And it was literally devastating that Kinsley was leaving Red Line and going to college. I was, like, heartbroken. And it's funny you say that because I, like, as, like, some – I think I've talked about my anxiety before on the podcast. But, like, that was my junior year was – I was very anxious. I would cry all the time. By the <laughs> time I got to senior year and was medicated, I was, like, a cold-hearted bitch. Like, my medicine would not <laughs> let me cry. So the fact that I was actually crying at the fact <laughs> that, like, I was leaving and we weren't going to be able to see each other every day, I was like, wow, these are true feelings coming out because I don't, I don't cry for anyone. I no. mean, I, still to this day, I barely cry. I've cried maybe – I haven't cried since 2021 started. So that's you should do that. I should probably do that. I feel like it would be a very nice release, kind of like an orgasm, but like oh, for sure. Are you kidding? For your tears, for your brain, get all those nerves working. Absolutely, but yeah, no, that was definitely a very hard, hard, hard time. Hard goodbye, even though we were only two hours away. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, we could we. Us in general, we drive like nobody's business. Like I will drive three hours to the beach for a day trip. Like that doesn't yeah. bother me. So I don't know why we thought our life was ending. But it was at that point. Well, it was absolutely because yeah. we have played basketball for so many years together, and we spent what seven, eight, even nine months out of the year consistently yeah. with each other every day. Every day. Yep. And I had always like appreciated our friendship because again kind of like Isabella and I you guys are the ones that always bring out my crazy side oh we keep like, it wild am, yeah you guys bring out the wild in me and I I just have always kind of been reserved but I'm almost like a closet extrovert if that makes sense that makes so much sense I feel the same way about myself it just depends who I'm around how much yeah sleep I got and what I feel like doing like and if, if I, I had an Adderall that day, like yeah, will... an Adderall, yeah, sign me up. I'll be your best friend on an Adderall. But, <laughs> but no, I totally get that. And I think it's also important to realize that our friendship is so unique for the mere fact of that we're so real with each other. Like mm-hmm. Kinsley and I did have a falling out, shout out. But shout out. <laughs> my freshman year of college, we had a bit of a falling out. We really, we did talk for a little over a year and so many yeah. lessons were learned in that time frame, but I think that's why our friendship is so amazing because we had that falling out. Kinsley looked at me and was like, look, I don't like the choices you're making. And I was like, mm-hmm. look, I don't think you should have a reason to be upset. So let's just go our separate ways. We went yeah. our separate ways we took a break from each other. And then we yeah. came back and she was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, word, I'm sorry too. Let's get the shit show on the road. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up because I've never actually looked at it that way. Cause 
like I remember when we first started to hang out again like we kind of swept it under the rug and we were like whatever happened like happened that's fine and I don't think we've ever truly kind of like came out and talked about it like in depth which is fine because we both know that like I said some very mean things obviously I will 100% relate to that I also have learned from this fight that I snap and say mean things when I feel like I've been hurt by mm-hmm. people that are closest to me. Yeah, and that, for sure. And that's something that I've definitely tried to work on because, again, like, when me and my mom fight, <laughs> I will – or even me and my brother. Me and my brother are actually a prime example. When we fight, we go for the jugular. Like, Yeah, and I'm not like so... that. I'm like – we're, we're allowed to be mad at each other but don't make me resent you because as soon as you make me resent you which I need to work on this but as soon as you make me resent you I'll let you back in but I will treat you completely different but I'll yeah. be like but you're my best friend and like yeah. or if I'm in a relationship I'm like no I love you but I'm treating you different because of x y and z because I'm not over it which is funny because I don't we don't really have that like I never resented you for anything you said and vice versa yeah. I think it's just because we miss each other so much I know. Well, so let's, we can kind of like talk about that. I think it would be like fun. I know people, when Kayla and I first started to become friends again, we were, we made it so, we were so obnoxious about it. And we were like, Dumb. oh my God, we're friends again. Like we're back. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and everyone kept being like, shut up. We get it. You're Nobody gives again. a shit that you're friends like, again. Everyone was probably so happy when we weren't friends because when we're together, we're just so fucking extra and my snapchat story is always long as shit so when we weren't friends people were like thank you for blessing my feet exactly thank you for not letting us see your faces anymore because you guys are annoying as shit and you're really not that pretty so (laughs) exactly you're ugly you're really not even funny and your voice is annoying therefore please yeah so this podcast should be great exactly that was that was one of the things I was worried about because I hate my voice and now I'm like oh, no. on this microphone and it's just I can tell already it's going to be an absolute ugh. I think but, it's fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. No, um, just roll with it. But yeah, I guess let's kind of talk about the fight. So the the fight. Also, the fight. like I said, Kayla and I are on like a Zoom call and we're like talking with our hands, which is so fun. Yeah, we're looking at each other. <laughs> we're looking at each other deeply into their eyes, mm-hmm. falling in love. It's all about making a connection. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... I guess so. Kayla had, Kayla, obviously, we went to two different colleges. And we were you said, two and a half hours away from each other as well when yeah. I went to school. And you said that our fight was your soft or freshman year. It was your sophomore year. Yeah, you're my right. Junior year. Yeah, yeah you're right. But it's I okay. Forgot, yeah. Um, and Kayla had had this boyfriend who, honestly, I really enjoyed him as a person <laughs> before I really got to know him. Shout out. Shout out. Um. And it was actually your 20th birthday. We were, it was the summer. It was a, Ju- it was July. Oh and yeah. We're going birthday. into detail. Okay. Heck yeah, we are. <laughs> and because I feel like a lot of people are like, what happened? But like, and again, it's really no one's business, but I love to s- tell the story because t- to this day, I still laugh about it. I'm an open book anyway. So go ahead, sis. <laughs> talk your shit. She, so we were going up to her college for her birthday and I was super excited. I love, I love your college friends. I mean, we've known that since you went there. Like I Kinsley loves my college and my college friends so much. Fresh my freshman year, her sophomore year, she was filling out transfer papers. I was literally in contact with the admissions office looking for a new major. Like I I was about to transfer hardcore. But my school is just 
the people there are phenomenal and just the energy I swear to god when I get off the exit I'm an instant crackhead it's like illegal (laughs) and you and my other friends who have visited say the same thing they're like each Strasburg sorry I go to school there secrets out okay no that's fine I didn't know if you wanted me to say it or not oh yeah no I don't care (laughs) each Strasburg like it should be illegal the things that happen there and just the energy and just like the everyday life of being a student at East Stroudsburg University like it's amazing I love it but it is cracked out like the balance of life school and success is very hard to do but I feel like we all do it so well and we just have so much freaking fun all the time well literally if I go to ESU for a weekend I come you need back, a recovery like, I need a vacation mm-hmm. I'm not only feeling <laughs> like me. I might have COVID, not really, <laughs> because I mean, like I'm safe. Oh, we're kind of grimy. But no, but I'm still safe about it. Yeah. Um, I might like have AIDS. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely caught have him hangover. on the dance floor. My acne is out of this world. Like I like stress myself out being there, even though I'm having so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's just like I. It, it's it just honestly bad your for your physical health. And mentally, you're exhausted when you leave. This is why I come home so much, often because exactly. I just need to hug my mom after I make the choices I make up there. Well, and also, like, you and your friends are, like, always with each other. Yeah, And we are. that is something that I can't comprehend because I love to have my own space. And when I go and visit there, guys, she's, like, in <laughs> yeah. her room and her roommates come in her room. And Yeah, so at my house, when school, that like, shit happens, my bedroom door is shut. No, it isn't. Like, they come in, and we all do it to each other. It was very hard for me to get used to because I don't know if oh. anyone knows listening, but I'm an only child. So I used to, like, live and do everything by myself, which I still do when I'm home. But when I'm at school, that's, like, not a thing. Like, me and my roommates are attached at the hip. We just love to be with each other. It's very weird. Ugh, it grosses me out, and it gives me <laughs> so much anxiety. I can't handle she it. She says this while actually loving them, though. So just know, Oh, my God. I yeah, love your roommates dearly. There. And they love I'm... you there, and they love when you come. And yeah. you think they're fun. So it all it works out well. Yeah, it's a great time. But anyway, back to the story. Guys, this will happen a lot. We yeah, definitely sorry. tend to space out. And I hope you took an Adderall off. to listen to this because you're going to need to focus <laughs> the fuck up. Maybe even two Adderalls. Um, so we were going up to ESU for her birthday. Her boyfriend was there. Her friends were there. I was super excited. And when Kayla gets in relationships, and this is no one's fault. This is just how you are. Like, you're full into that relationship. Oh, yeah. You love that person wholeheartedly. Yeah. You love to be in relationships. I love loving people. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And so that, and that's something I've always known about Kayla because you've had like other boyfriends. Also, speaking of, I'm wearing your ex-boyfriend sweatshirt right now. Are you jealous? So jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So jealous. It's fine. One of Kayla's ex-boyfriends is one of my best friends, so it's fine. It's fine. Um, we love great it, relationships, actually. all we're good, whatever. Yeah, we all respect each other. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we were going up there. The first day was good, I think. We went up on a Friday. Yeah, the we had first fun day that was, day. We did. We we went to the frats like during the day. We were good. Shout out Greek life. Woo-hoo. It was it was a lot of ew, whatever. <laughs> Not um, from me. Shout out Greek life. And then it became <laughs> that night. And we went to, was it like a lacrosse house? Probably. I lived there sometimes. I don't remember. No, it wasn't the lacrosse house. It might I think have been it was a football Greek. house. I think it was uh, boys in a frat that okay. they lived not in the fraternity house. So it definitely Well, we was. went there. And this is where I feel like it went downhill because that is when 
Satan Kane. That's that how we're is- going to refer to him. I won't be disrespectful uh, and I won't say his name, but if he's listening, shout out fucking Satan. You're a complete asshole. <laughs> Whoops. Well, Satan, I'm going to refer to him as that too, since that's the delegated name. But yeah. so backstory, I hadn't seen Satan in two and a half months because he was away for summer ball, which is true. So, but that's still no excuse because I should have divided my time evenly. Yeah, um, and we can go ahead and we can kind of, like, defend ourselves and, like, our points of view after. Yeah. Because I I get where you're coming from there. But that night, Kayla had left the party and left me with her friends, which was fine. I was, like, all good with that. I was, like, go, like, hang out. Go see him. I had thought we were going to hang out later that night anyway. I never expected him to, like, come stay the night. So, finally, like, the end of the night comes. We go back to your house. And Satan is there. <laughs> Satan, get the fuck out. Satan, uh, you're sleeping in my spot. You're sleeping in my spot. And, like, at that point, I wasn't super close with Nicole. So, like, and I, like, wasn't going to, like, ask if I could sleep in her bed yeah. with her. So I slept on the couch that night. Honestly, with, though, I don't that even couch know. was mad comfy. It was. And I had an air conditioner, like, blowing uh-huh. right on me, which I love. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was great. I It could have been a worse place to sleep, but I was still pissed off. As you should have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we hung out again that day. I think Satan was probably there he for was. a little bit. Oh, he was. He, oh, he was. He came. Yeah. And the same thing happened that next day. Like, it was just Satan, Kayla. Everyone else. And her friends. But it was very much, you could tell, you were very, like, all about Satan, which, again, is fine. Yeah. It's whatever. Fast forward that night. I don't know what happened, but, oh, we, I guess, I think we, like, were drinking at your house, and you ended up blacking the fuck out. Scotty went down. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Scotty died that night. I remember my friend, shout out to Ray Palmieri, if you're listening to this picked me up from the toilet and wiped me and took me to bed thank you yeah well and also before that chase and <laughs> satan and <laughs> satan and i were sticking our fingers down Ew, your throat that's crazy. We were like, she needs to she needs to get it out of her system so basically she blacked out that night again uh satan slept in bed with her which again is fine that's your boyfriend sure whatever <gasps> I slept on the couch and I wanted to go to bed so bad. And because you know me, when I want to go to bed, I want to go to bed. Oh, yeah. And she or a bunch of people were still downstairs. And I'm like, all I want to do is sleep in bed. Like, I was so pissed off. The next morning, I had wanted to leave to go to it was some party back home. Yeah. And we got a late start, I remember. We got a late start because Kayla was hungover and she wanted to spend more time with Satan. (laughs) So end of story. We drove home that day. Kinsley slept the whole way, which is cool. And I didn't hear from Kinsley after that for about three weeks. And I texted her and I was like, girl, what's up? When am I seeing you? And she was like, honestly, die in a hole and I hope you get pregnant. And I was like, wow, that is so charismatic. I can't wait to do all those things. If anyone cares, I did not get pregnant because I'm responsible and I'm still alive. And now we're friends. (laughs) Well, yeah, long story short, I came back to school and she came back to school and you had unfollowed me. Snapchat. Oh, probably. 
that's what started the main part of the fight because I don't even remember doing that. Wow, that was ballsy. Yeah, because and your excuse was you said you needed space, therefore I deleted Which you, because you probably remember... did say you needed space, and since I'm Which annoying, I... I probably did do that because I didn't want you to have well, to deal with my annoying. exactly, and that's what you said. You were like, Well, I'm annoying, so I'm going to just delete her off. Yeah. But I ended up seeing it, like you know, when you unfriend someone but they still follow you, so you're under subscribers. Oh. Like, Bitch, I am not a fan. Oh. I will not subscribe. Oh, but you are who's on whose podcast you a fan <laughs> oh my god no i'm just kidding but uh yeah i said a fuck ton of mean things kayla kept defending herself i wasn't i didn't give a shit about your like defense at that yeah. point i basically said how are you going to like abandon a fr- wow i just burped that was so disgusting how are you gonna abandon a friend when the boyfriend that you're with isn't even gonna be there in six months yeah. and i remember you told me once we started to be friends again you told satan that we have to be together for at least yeah six i was months. like satan um <laughs> if we don't make the year mark i can't do this like can you we just stick it out maybe on social media just so that kinsley's not wrong i mean right because no but we did yeah get, we actually lasted a lot longer than that so you did yeah. and thank god i mean you are no longer together with him because he is a psycho and a half Yo, but let's talk about toxicity toxicity but oh my god yeah that's a shit show that was the shit show so that was kind of the basic gist of our fight if anyone cared i'm sure you didn't, you didn't and you should probably just fast forward honestly <laughs> says that now yeah sorry oh my god well speaking of all of like college and stuff like that because everyone I feel like has a different college experience my college experience is way different from yours yes um go ahead and talk to me a little bit about how college has made you the person that you are today so philosophical okay so I'm actually gonna backtrack it a little to high school so (laughs) okay that's a very key part yeah so high school Four years of it, not me, three, because you just couldn't do the last one, you know? It was, like, a little, eh. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, let me preface this with saying, and I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but no one really liked Kayla in high school. Why would I take that the wrong was way? So that was funny. a fact. That's why I said you're going to well, get a fact. I know. negative public views on this. Yeah, Kayla was very much hated in high school. That's fine. That's a different story for another time. Oh, yeah. But, um. I had always been Kayla's friend. Yeah. And everyone, I remember, everyone would always be like, it's so surprising to me that, like, you are friends with her, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, that's my fucking girl. Yeah, like, like, don't. Like, I had never, I always felt like I was, I always had your back in high school no matter what. Yeah, for sure. I definitely felt that way, too. And that's kind of the people that I stuck around because I didn't have, like, well, I started high school with a crap ton of friends. The second year, had a crap ton. <laughs> the third year, things kind of fell through. And, like, um, it was partly because of the choices I made and partly because of how bold of an individual that I am. And mm-hmm. those two were just, they are double It was a bad sword. combination. Yeah. No one else. No. And like... nobody else could really handle it. Not, and which that's kind of where I'm like, well, you didn't have to handle it. I had myself, but like, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So my senior year, I didn't go to high school. I took all college courses. I literally Woo! spent the year. This is the year Kinsley went ahead to co- college herself and it was my senior year. So I took local college courses in a community college. And I literally hung out with myself every single day for 365 days straight and didn't see one friend. And it was the best choice I ever made in my whole entire life because I learned so much. I learned how to love myself. I did. I got to decide the person I wanted to be and just like, yeah, completely redevelop her. And then obviously I had to pick where I wanted to go to school. So I was like, okay, well, we can't stay here. You're already disliked. So <laughs> let's just go somewhere else and see if they dislike you there. So I chose yeah. to go to East Stroudsburg. I was the only person in my class 
and even the only person within a two-year radius of age that went there from Red Lion. Yeah. And I went there, and I was just overwhelmed by people who actually cared about me. And I was like, holy Mm -hmm. shit, like, there's people out there that kind of like me for how much of a hot mess I am and, like, how upfront I am. Yeah. Like, let's get on this. So I made a few close friends, and then it was rush week. And I was like, okay, Greek life, not really my thing. Sounds like a lot of drama, but, like, I guess we'll do but it. Like, yeah. So yeah. we did it. And it was the best decision I ever made. I have lifelong friends. I am completely that girl that's like, go Greek, it'll change your life because it literally mm-hmm. did. I made so many great friends. And my sorority, it, we're all so close. Shout out Ale Pie. You're my girls. Woo! Kinsley cringes at this, but when it comes down uh. to it, I know that Kinsley knows that those girls, no matter what, no matter when, they all, however, I think there's 52 of us, 48 or 52 of us right now. Every single one of them has my back no matter what. We could be fighting yeah. personally. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if something comes up, every single one of those girls are going to be there for me. And that's just super cool. I never had that before besides, like, two other friends from Red Lion. So I was like, cool. Yeah, this is absolutely. wild. It's so cringy to hear that. But, like, it's like they are <laughs> they're your sister. Like, they literally are by paper. Yeah, work. which is awesome. And I love <coughs> – wow. Yummy. <laughs> Quick intermission there. <laughs> okay okay i think we're good burp a coffee Um, might as well fart let's go a queef come on oh i thought we weren't talking about poop on this podcast oh yeah i forgot i've matured she's matured now no i definitely like meeting all your friends and meeting the girls in your sorority they've even like accepted me Mm -hmm. which is so cool like they're just good people yeah they really are i got very lucky yeah very and it's so nice to hear because like, I had a different situation. I did rush, and I did not have a good outcome. Mm-hmm. I did not like the Greek community here mm-hmm. at my school. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Everyone has their – everyone has kind of their their tr- their tribe, their yeah, sure. whatever. Yeah. So it sounds so cliche, As long as but... you were happy, and obviously Greek life at ESU is the way to go. It is. Those girls are ride or die. I was going to – I've had a story to tell you, but I don't remember it now. But yeah, anyways, they all adore Kins so much. When she comes up, they're just like, Kinsley, oh my gosh. Like, they literally adore you. I literally feel like an honorary sister. Like, it's <laughs> it's so fucking no, cute. I it's love amazing. It. It's my fave. But Greek life has literally brought me so much. College has. It's just a huge change. And it's pretty cool to just be like, actually, I know exactly what I was going to say. Here I go. Okay. Watch me snap real quick. Okay. <laughs> So it's funny because people have messaged me since going off to college and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for the way that I treated you in high school. You look like you're mm-hmm. thriving. And like, I'm not. Bitch, I and am. And like, I want to be like, yeah, you're stupid. Like, you're mean and I hate you. Yeah. And I don't want to be your friend. And yeah, I am yeah. thriving and I want to like send them a video of me chugging alcohol and send them my transcript of straight A's. But I don't do that. I'm like, <laughs> thank you so much for your apology it means the world and then there's always this fake few that are like please don't save these messages on snapchat and i'm like okay so your apology meant nothing but like word cool thanks for reaching out exactly it just goes to show how like in high school people can be so mean and like it is such a small like i had a very good high school experience i didn't have really any issues whatsoever but a lot of people do have issues in high school and i think that's where a lot of people 
either make it or break it when it comes to their confidence level, Mm -hmm. which is something I really want to talk about because I feel like you haven't always had, like, you've had, you've exuded confidence, but I feel like just recently you've, like, really become confident in yourself. Like, what, would you agree with Um, that? Or would you, like, would you think that you were always confident? Um, superficially, always. I will never let anyone think I'm weak-minded. I don't love myself. Yeah. X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Um, in high school, I put it out there like that. That wasn't true. I remember my ex um, was like, your bio says you're happy and we both know you're not. And I was like, yeah, but like it was cute. And he, and he was like, well, that's fake. Why would you do that? Like, you're just fake. And I was like, okay. And like at the time I was like, he's. Wait, this, the one up here, right? Yeah. The one whose sweatshirt you're wearing. Yeah. 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 And, okay. And it's so funny because he's talking about that right now about how pe- like how much he's so pissed off with social media oh, right yeah. now and the way that people are portraying yeah. their lives. And, like, and I at the time I was like, you're stupid, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was like, you're only doing that to piss me off. And I was like, no, but like, looking back, like so many lessons came from that relationship, as many of you know, but like, looking yeah. back on it, like, fuck, damn it. Like, you're right. Like, that was so fake mm-hmm. to me. I'm so glad that I know what genuine happiness is. And it's literally because I took that year to only hang out with myself and figure out what the hell I had going on and what I needed to deal with. So, like, after that year, I took my senior year to just do only me. I learned mm-hmm. who I wanted to be, like I said, and then I just developed her. And now that happiness runs so deep and that confidence, it, it's almost a double-edged sword. Here we go. Because someone will look at me and be like, Mm, you probably shouldn't do that. And I'm like, but I'm doing it because I don't care what other people think. Yeah. It's almost like the way that I see it is like my confidence is also a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, it makes me happy. But then also sometimes I have a God complex mm-hmm. where I don't think I do anything mm-hmm. wrong. Well, I, yeah, and only like, child syndrome, oh, me girl. too. Yeah. Like, so sit the hell down because you need to hug your mother and make a pro-con list about your choices. So you're basically saying that you think really focusing on yourself is what has helped your confidence. Um, Yes, 100%. I have a quote tattooed on me, be yourself. And it's literally because of situations that happened in high school. And luckily, I had a person there to be like, Kelly, you're not even being yourself right now. Like, who are you? I didn't realize Mm -hmm. it at the time. But when I finally realized like what that meant, I was like, dude, be yourself. No wonder people didn't like you. You're not even you. Like, yeah. Be confident in the decisions you make, the person that you are, the heart you carry on your sleeve. Like, just be you. So, yeah, that's a little cliche tattoo that I have on my rib cage. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, and I wanted to talk about because – and I feel like I've talked about confidence in almost every episode so far. Well, Isabella and I are two very confident people, so you killed, <laughs> you killed your audience. I know. Um, but I feel like – the way that I have developed my confidence because I am at a point in my life where I am I could I could be 10 pounds lighter 15 pounds lighter I would love to lose some weight I would love for my skin to be perfect and glowing all the time and not this raging couple pimples that I have here on my chin I would love to be either two or three inches taller or two or three inches shorter some days, like depending on the situation, there's always things that I would love to change about myself. And I think my confidence really just kind of came about within the past year or so. Like I was kind of like you, I would always exude confidence. I would always 
I would ne- my mom always told me people love to see the good girl fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would never let someone else. I would never in a million years want someone to see me fall, no. see me fail. That's why I was such a goody two shoes in high school. I never wanted to be that that awesome athlete that got an underage for drinking or Mm-hmm. that snuck out of her parents' house and lied to her parents all the time or that was disrespectful to adults. Like, I never wanted to be like that. No, I completely agree with you. However, I view physical confidence and mental confidence as two different things. Like, within mm-hmm. the past year, like, I've really struggled with physical confidence. Obviously, we both know, like, sis has been mm-hmm. killing herself at the gym. But yeah. here recently, like, I've started to notice that, like, you have to care about your – you have to care about your body – and your mental stability all in one category because one leads to the other. And if one yep. off, you're going to deteriorate. Like if I'm trying to be overly confident, that means I'm killing my body physically. Like I'm not eating enough. I'm working out too much. Like I'm trying to be yeah. in the biggest calorie deficit ever. Like mm-hmm. that's not healthy entirely though. There's a balance that you need to find and you need to find what works for you and what makes you be able to maintain both of them. And that's been like yeah. a more recent thing for me, like within like the past few months of me trying to figure out like what's best for my body and my mental health, you know? Yeah. And I think especially I have learned in especially the past year, I think quarantine has made a lot of people kind of really look at themselves introspectively. And I think that I have learned that there's always going to be there is always going to be someone that is prettier than you. Oh, yeah. Always. For sure. There's always going to be someone that is skinnier than you. There's always going to be someone that's smarter than you. There's always going to be someone that's funnier than yeah. you. There's always going to be someone that is more than you, but they're not you. Yep. So the way that I want to give advice to this is to – I literally do not give two shits what people think about me in the way that I look because at the end of the day – if I'm not going to do anything to change my body, then I can't complain. <laughs> I go to the gym more for the mental aspect of it. But right now, even though I am a little chunkier than what I would like to be, <laughs> I still think I look hot as shit. And I think. And that's one how it thing should that, be, girl. That's how it should be. Yeah. yeah. I think that the one thing that you really need to do to help with body confidence, especially, is to not put yourself down there are days obviously that I look at myself and I'm like oh like that that fat roll looks a little off or (laughs) oh there's like too much cellulite on your legs or oh your boobs aren't big enough or oh your boobs are getting way too big like you need to lose some weight so that they go down like all of that I think one thing that I've really focused on is literally like being nicer to Mm -hmm. myself and practicing like looking in the mirror and being like oh okay so maybe that's not where I want to be but this is where I'm at today and that's which is crazy that you say that because me being so hard my like weight loss journey like when I started losing a lot of weight because like I'm 40 pounds Mm -hmm. down since high school so like when I started losing a lot of weight was when I had a situation with Satan and I questioned (laughs) my body and I was like yeah I feel so gross in my skin so I would just yeah. work on me at the gym two hours a day, every day, like r- mm-hmm. doing everything I could to just be more confident in my body. And like, that's a substantial point you made, because if you don't treat your body well, how do you expect somebody else to? And like, don't let Absolutely. the if you don't deteriorize you by any means. Yeah. And I think 
I'm like so grateful to be in a state in this world that like although obviously there's a lot of things that are going on in the world right now that are um kind of scary and kind of just whatever I'm so thankful that we're at a point where we can talk a lot about like mental illness and really normalizing the fact that it's okay to not be okay because I think a lot of times confidence also comes from your mental and emotional state yeah, for sure. and let me tell you we've both been through shit mentally and emotionally um shout out therapy cognitive therapy th- whoa cognitive therapy and medication are lifesavers <laughs> let me tell you I my poor therapist I, huge... I hate her but she works wonders for me but I hate her because she makes um, me talk about my problems yeah as you should I think just overall having really focusing on your mental health is going to help you become confident in your mind, in your personality, in your body, and just being nice to yourself and literally not caring what other people think. Like, I walk out of my apartment sometimes and I look at myself and I'm like, damn girl, you're looking rough. Why are you walking out like this? And then I'm like, honestly, half the people I see, I'm probably never going to see again. So why do I even care what they And I also, number one. Okay, sorry, go ahead. There's more. No, you're good. And number two, when I can make myself look presentable, when I do my hair, when I do my makeup, when I get dressed up, when I have a a so-called skinny day, damn girl, you look good as shit. Like, you can't look good 24-7 because you're really just killing yourself there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no one's got time for that. So I think just literally not caring what people think. And it's so much easier to say to not care than to actually care. It's so much easier to be like, oh my God, like I don't care what anyone thinks. But I think once you truly fake start it you to make only it. care. Fake it until you make it. Keep telling yourself that yeah. until you really don't because that's how I was. I would say that and I'd be like, Loki, like, ooh, that girl. That girl said that she didn't really like my top with my pants. No, F that girl. Your top uh-huh. looks great. I wear sh- patterns on patterns now and people compliment me and I'm like, you're only saying this because I'm wearing it with confidence and not questioning it. I swear by that. Exactly. And I think it's also important to surround yourself. This is going to sound crazy, but surround yourself with people who are less critical than your mother. If your mother isn't, (gasps) if your mother isn't, (laughs) no, I'm being serious. If your mother isn't your biggest critic, you're doing it wrong. Like when I walk downstairs and my mom goes, Kaylee, you're never going to find a boyfriend leaving the house that looks like that. I'm like, damn right. But I'm comfy and I look cute in my head. But if my friend says that, I'm going to be like, go, yeah, bye. Go fuck yourself. Go find a new friend who wants to wear skinny jeans on a Tuesday because she ain't me. Like, no. And I feel (laughs) so strong about that. Like, if my mom isn't my biggest fan and, like, the demise of my character, then she's doing something wrong. Oh, I like that. So, basically, you're saying – you need to find people. You need to have friends that are less critical than your mm-hmm. mom. Oh, I never thought about it yeah. that way. I think that's also very important to like talk about though as well is surrounding yourself with people that have the same kind of mindset as you. Because I've noticed like being around certain people in my life, I tend to see my confidence fluctuate. And when your confidence fluctuates, I feel like you're not being your true authentic self. 
So I think, again, it all just comes down to be yourself. Truly, once I stopped giving a rat's ass about what other people think of me is when I became truly confident and truly Mm -hmm. happy. And see, I'm on the flip end of that. Like, I totally disagree. I will hang out with anyone, anybody who who likes to be with me and their energy is my energy I'm there if we have different mindsets different beliefs which obviously you feel the same way but like even Mm -hmm. what you do in your free time like we could do two different things in our free time but if you love me and I love you let's rock and roll like we can have a friendship out of this let's do it yeah absolutely yeah no that's that's true too I I like that I've always been that that way though my mom's like Kayla like these people obviously make very different choices than you why would you put yourself around them like people are gonna think you make those choices too and I'm like but I don't and they're good people they're good friends so let it go they're good friends they're matching my energy they're making me happy yeah they give me a reason to love myself so I'm gonna hang out with them well now that we brought your mom up shout out SJ should we talk about like family dynamics because I love my family me too honestly our families are are dope I think our families have a lot of similarities they do but also a lot of differences. So I guess for me, I was an only child for like nine, nine years and a month, basically. <laughs> um, or something like that. I don't know how the math works on that. Um, and Kayla has been an only child for 22 years. Um, yes. <laughs> 21 proudly, years. I, I, this is so sad. But people, you know, when people are like, what's your purpose in life? I literally look at them and I'm like, to be an only child. And I swear <laughs> to God, if that was ever put into jeopardy, I would have been devastated. Like, I'm all for the siblings. I just cannot have my own. I love being an only child. If I could do that for... And that's why you have sisters in a sorority, because it's, like, friendship. If I could, like, grow up and be an only child, and, like, it could be my career, I would sign up for it. I love being an only child. And why do you like being an only child? It's not even an attention thing, or, like... Not even okay. so-called... Because I think that's what a lot of people would no, think. I know. That is their first. Or they're like, oh, you're spoiled. And I'm like, like, maybe a little. But, like, not like you would think. Like, I work really hard for... Like, I, I your girl has three jobs right now. Like, sis is grinding. Yeah. No. I just love the relationship that I have with my parents so much that I don't want to share it with anyone else. <laughs> yeah, no, I get like, that. It is amazing. They're my best friends. Well my dad is my best friend my mom is my best friend on like every other day but I just love that they're my best friends my parents they're so hard on me which sucks and they're kind of strict but we roll with it because of how deep our friendship and our bond is and just our love for each other like I'm so glad I don't have to share that with anyone else because I just feel like four would be too many three of us is the perfect number three plus three dogs yes always always three dogs always three dogs i know i'm really trying to convince my parents to get another dog i wish we only Um, had my dog but it's fine yeah it's fine the other dogs are brown dog and white dog are gonna those little dogs are old and they just pee their they wear diapers they pee their pants it's very gross pee their pants sorry if you're listening this part into the podcast because my dogs are disgusting i wish just maxine and bexley could have lived forever yeah. forever oh my god that would be very ideal I would have loved to see Max and Bexley together it's so bad so I don't know if any of you guys know but I had a dog and I had to put her down and she was a joint custody dog but but we had to put her down and then I got my own dog and I just feel like I'm kind of cheating on this new dog because I just feel like nothing will ever replace Maxine Max was her own 
entity. Max was my only friend in high school. Thank you. Well, that makes me feel really good. You know that year I took for myself that I keep bringing up? Max was the ride or die. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that one. That was, it was Max, Max, you, and and Max, me, and for sure. And it was amazing. Like that dog literally gave me a reason to wake up every day and just not want to cry. So I wish that dogs lived forever. And yeah. Anyways, I feel like I don't Dude, like Ashley as much as I like Maxine and I feel bad, but we'll get there. He's still new. He's still new. We're still feeling it out. It'll be fine. We'll, you'll definitely, God, I hope for the dog's sake, you'll open up. No, I will. And... Bexley is my rider. Like Bexley is my child. I adore him. Just, Bexley, I feel like yeah. the bond was just different with Maxine because she already knew her personality she was much older when I got her so she knew her personality yeah. she knew what she wanted to stick to and Bexley like still doesn't even know its name so Bexley's a yeah. child exactly he's an infant of I'm fetus. obsessed with him he though. still has placenta he, on yeah him. he does I would literally lick it off of, like that's how obsessed I am with him though it's bad <laughs> ew I can't believe you just said that I literally said don't say any out-of-pocket shit you just said that like placenta dude some people like cook their placenta <laughs> and give it to their child me licking my dog's placenta is fine will you do that no, no they don't give it to their child they eat no it. they like i don't know i might do it for why it has really good benefits no i didn't need it now so I science need it says then. no <laughs> no you can like i like dry it out and put it in a jar that's cool but like i'm not even gonna do that i just feel like i don't know like ugh. no that is just foul you know how you said that you love being an only child? Do you want more than one child? I don't even. Because I feel like this changes from day for to day. Me, for me, it you. totally does. I Okay, so. Like, sometimes you want kids. Sometimes you don't I want know. kids. Sometimes you might want, like, five others. Yeah. You want a half. So, yeah, anyways. So, today, I don't want kids. I just feel very independent. Okay. independent. This is why I'm not a mother, because I don't know what I want. But I just feel yeah. very independent today, and I just feel like I want to be on my own schedule and not have to worry about anybody else. But yesterday, I was in full – I nannied yesterday, and I had three little shenanigans running around. And shenanigans. I wore those shenanigans. So yesterday, I would have had a whole farm of kids. And okay. I'm in a spot where, like, I don't want to have to give up my body for nine months, which is selfish. This Yet again, this is why I'm not a mother. Well, yeah, and you are 21. I mean, I'm not saying have kids tomorrow, but I think that you would be a very fun – fun mom but let's wait until you're like 30 see but that's what I'm scared of because my mom is the fun mom but she's the mean one too yeah but I don't think you'll I think the way like the way that we become parents is that we take things that we like from the way that our parents parented incorporate it into the way that we parent and then we like create our own parent and dynamic. you're right because I think that's why my mom ended up the mom that she is because her parents had no rules and my mom, mm-hmm. when you see her within a football you, fo- a football field radius, you can, like, hear the helicopter wings from there. Like, <laughs> I said this the other day to them. I'm 21, and I still get tracked. And I looked at my dad, and I was like, Dad, when I take my kids to school, you're going to get a notification. It's like, Kay dropped off the grandkids. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I am. And I'm like, that is crazy. Yeah, that is one thing. Like, when my friends hear about – because my parents have – they weren't super strict but I always had to kind of like tell them where I was and stuff like that and when my friends up here who have basically like been their own parent for the last like since they turned 18 and I'm like oh no Kayla and I are 22 and 21 Mm -hmm. our parents still pay for basically everything Mm -hmm. 
we nine times out of ten live under their roof, yep. they are gonna do whatever they want to do and whatever they see like, fit. And my like my friends think that that is so strange. And to I know, and I think that it's so strange. Like if my, if Kins wants to make plans, I'm like still to this day. Hang on, I gotta ask my mom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If we like that one time when we were going out, mm-hmm. or I was like, they didn't want us okay, to drive like, in the dark that night. Yeah. And granted, I mean, we were like going kind of far and we were going to have some drinks, but like they were like, can't you go earlier or like, can't you go tomorrow when it's not supposed to like, and I'm like, I am 22 years old. I have my license. I pay for all of my like extracurriculars. Yeah. I'm going to go do what I want to do. My favorite is when. And it- meanwhile, like our parents are like, but dear, yeah, I'm like, dear. this is why I'm never living in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wait, my favorite is when it snows and dad and mom, they look at me and they go, you have to call off work. You can't drive your car there. I'm like, so next yes! year when I'm a graduate and I have a big girl job and I'm like, literally like a business, I mean, not that a business doesn't depend on me now, but like when a business depends on me and like I have people under me, you're going to have to tell me that I can't drive into work because of the snow. Like that just doesn't add up. That was literally me going to work like over winter break the one time when it snowed and my mom was like, no, granted, my car is not good in the snow, but she was like, do you really have to go in? She's like, okay, if you have to go in, like your dad can drive you and pick you up. And I'm like, what? Yeah, what? that story, story what? of my life. Sometimes in the rain, they're like, eh, today's not a good day. Just call your boss. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get fired. What? exactly like thank god your parents are friends with yeah. your boss because thank god my boss doesn't mind coming I... to pick me up before work most days because i can hardly get yeah, my 21 year old and... self there because my parents said no <laughs> my, my mommy and yeah. daddy said i can't come in yeah, my today. mommy <laughs> said it's not a good idea so yeah that's good i love that that's my favorite oh my god no that is so funny because that is like one thing we definitely have in common with that family dynamic is something that we aggressively share except my mom's a little bit crazier than Paula I mean you said it not me sorry Sandy (laughs) I did say it but she knows knows that she she knows that the relationship we share is amazing and like obviously I know that she's my best friend like we want to kill each other often and we also want to go to a frat party together like we're (laughs) that's never happened that was a joke but like my mom is just (laughs) a lot of fun and we bond in so many ways socially and just like individually but when it comes to parenting we do do not see eye to eye but it's okay you're not supposed to she's my mom for a reason well yeah and I think a lot of times like my friends and stuff that like aren't super close to me don't realize like me and my mom sometimes do have not tumultuous, but like when we fight, we fight almost like we're sisters and we have for yeah. a while. Cause fun fact, like my mom didn't want kids. <laughs> my dad gave her an ultimatum and, and my mom gave my dad the ultimatum to get married. And they were like, all right, so if we get married, we'll have kids, blah, blah, blah. Well, they were married for two years. And I guess my dad basically said like, if we don't have kids, I will divorce you. <laughs> That's amazing. That is me in a nutshell. <laughs> the other end. and so I popped out um and I guess like my mom like obviously she said once she had me she like fell in love and like she didn't know how she That's would so like cute. do life without me which is sweet but I remember like for a while my mom or like now having this more grown-up relationship with my parents like they said basically like my mom was mean to me it happened like the sh- the shit that she would say at like she was just mean to it's me. It's so funny that you say, like, as soon as your mom had you, she fell in love with you. Because 
My mom didn't want kids either. Neither did my dad. They wanted kids for a week. And then <laughs> after that week, they were like, actually, no, like, this isn't for us. And then she was pregnant. So that's cool. And then I came out and they were like, oh, hell no, we are never doing this again. Like, she is the devil. So that's why you're an only yeah, child. That's the real reason. But, I'm, but the actual, like, cause of all that. Yeah, like, I was meant to be. It was it's fate. I'm glad my, my oh, little my... self swam towards this family because I wouldn't make it in any other family. I was about to say, and I don't think any other kid would make it in your family. They wouldn't. <laughs> it is a, oh, it's a oh. special bond yeah. and breed we got going on in the yeah, Johnson household. I hope oh. <laughs> or it's it's actually a requirement yeah. in order to be in the Johnson household. You have or to bring be a bottle of wine. Yeah. Those are the stipulations. <laughs> Absolutely, because there's going to be beer stuff already brewed there. Yes. So we're I think it's important to emphasize that my parents drink more than me, and I'm a 21-year-old college student, and they have way more fun than me, too. Oh, absolutely. I still, to this day, like, my parents could out-drink any of my friends. Yeah. My parents are fucking animals. Like, I don't know. Well, and more and more, I'm becoming more of an animal. Like, I'm blacking out on every drink. I don't think that means you're an recently. animal. I just think that means you're irresponsible. But it's okay. We'll go ahead and let the lingo slide. We're going to say animal instead of irresponsible. Okay. But no, my parents are freaking insane when it comes to We drinking, went to a so. summer um, party last summer. And we were playing stack cup, first of all. Didn't even know my parents knew it. And they were killing it. I was like, yeah, that's who birthed me. Like, dad get it those are my parents yeah no wonder i'm good at college games because well i've been playing them since i was nine they told me we were only playing so that i didn't suck and got drunk like i would get too drunk at parties but i all know it's because when i like we all know what it's because when i grow up they wanted me to be on their team i mean i mean we have to raise winners if we're gonna have kids we might as well like raise them we might as well be proud of them if we're gonna have them (laughs) exactly well duh because if if we're not proud of them, then screw them. We'll yeah, set them, we'll right set them back. back. We'll, we'll, goddamn, we'll, we'll be great parents. Yeah, this is why okay, I'm not. So yeah, no. We need to get into some questions that were okay, asked. Okay, let's do it. So, I guess we kind of already touched, but how do you guys maintain a long distance friendship? And my answer will be. I'm going to say my answer first. I think our friendship has obviously like developed over the years and has changed and molded into a different friendship I think we finally come to the point where we are both graduating this year and we both kind of have like like over winter break we hung out what twice because we like had our own shit going on and I think realizing that each person has their own shit going on is key to having that long distance friendship so that when you get the time to like actually hang out with them you tend to cherish cherish that friendship and that time more um and I also think having like whenever we talk we text and snapchat almost every day but it's like nothing super deep but then when we like facetime each other we're on the phone for like an hour two hours like just spilling our life so I think mainly just realizing that each of you has your own life and your own things going on and respecting that. And then when you get the time to be with that person, I mean, that goes for friendship and for relationships as well. Like that's no, for kind sure. of my and I think it's that. all about just knowing how that other person is within the friendship, because like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't want to talk. Sometimes Kinsley doesn't even want to see my name on her phone. And I'm like, okay, we're DND. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, it's just knowing about 
your friend, how they like to communicate, how long distance works. And it's all a learning process, but I think we're good yeah. at it. Yeah. And I think like kind of communicating, like my favorite text to receive from Kayla is, are we fighting? Yeah, because that's so me. Like if I don't hear from you, because we're both kind of bad at reaching out first because I don't care. Like she's my best yeah. friend, no matter what we're talking about. But I'm like, exactly. I haven't we'll, heard from we'll, you in a while. We'll are talk we to fighting? Each other eventually. I'll, I'll text her a question and she'll respond one answer. I'm like, are we fighting? Like, what is your problem? Fucking engage with me. Well, that was just like last semester when I went into like a month depression and I didn't talk to Kayla or like I didn't talk to I didn't talk to anyone. But specifically, I remember like talking to you and you're like, dude, you really suck. And I'm like, she dude, I haven't been able to shower in five days. I'm not eating anything. I'm crying 24 seven. I texted her and three. I'm depressed because a boy doesn't and like I me. texted this girl three different times to hang out. She said yes to one. Never. I texted her about like when and where left me on red. Texted her two separate times about me just stopping over to give her a hug. Left me on open. I said, okay, literally, I'm putting you up for adoption. I need a new best friend because you are ass. Guys, I was so, I had never, that was the first time I ever experienced depression. Like, I had always dealt with anxiety, but depression was never an aspect of it. And I went into, like, a good, like, I had to go home from school. I was so, like, I was just not myself, which is fine. I think that's one thing that you can I also want to put out there is like if you're if you're going through it your friends are going to understand sure. like you understood after I explained you I was yeah, like you were probably yeah, pissed stupid, off for a tell little me bit that. you're like why is this bitch yeah, ignoring I was. I was like why can't you just tell me you're sad and alone in bed like I'm gonna leave you alone trust me I don't want to have to deal with your problem <laughs> no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah, enough like, problems on my own I can't deal with, with your own stuff well. but like no I totally get it all you had to be was like dude I'm sad and I'd be like word see you later well I probably would be yeah. like do you need anything you know but See ya. Yeah, and be like, no, I'm just crying in bed. I can't. Yeah, shower. I love all of that. <laughs> oh okay, wait. I see a question, um, and I'm excited to hear the answer on this one. Actually, no. Okay, I'm let's hear it for next. What is your favorite memory with us? Oh, okay. So I know what I'm going to say, and I'm probably going to expose us because I don't know if I ever told my parents this, and I don't know if you ever told your I'm parents nervous. this. But senior week, your okay. senior week after when I came okay. down and we were hanging out with people that we really didn't like hang out with. I did though. They like, were my friends. Ever. You didn't really hang out. Oh, Dylan, were they your friends? Bri- okay. No, yeah, I'm I guess. Saying names. Like, yeah, I had friends there and tr- yeah, I had friends. I was, I was introducing okay. you to my friends. Fuck yeah. I mean, I knew who they were. You just they never were really younger than I was. Yeah. yeah. And they came to the hotel room, <gasps> which I wasn't even supposed to be in that hotel room. And I had gone out on the balcony <laughs> with um, one of Kayla's friends, and we were smoking the devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Kayla was inside with like some of the. Wait, other mind people. you, I have to, I, we have to preface with this. Our rules at this hotel room were no opposite sex allowed or over three people in your bedroom, and we had five boys yeah. over. <laughs> honestly thinking back at it now i think that hotel probably could have been used for like prostitution i think it's fine and i it was a little grimy yeah. but whatever well long story short management came up to the door and started banging on the door and we were freaking the fuck out like i had never been so scared in my life and the best part we is when we opened the door the he said 
don't make me call Sandy Johnson. And those are the scariest words. Sandy Johnson is my mother, by the way, for those of you who don't know. And those are the (laughs) scariest words anyone can say. But management at a hotel, I said, okay, uh, let me just kiss your shoes. I know. Oh, my God. Literally. And I don't even know why I'm saying this is my favorite memory of us, but it's one that I think about often. And I'm like, this could have gone bad like so many ways. Like we literally could have been kicked out. It was like 12 o'clock at night. We could have been kicked out of that hotel. Okay. Are you done? Because my favorite memory, my favorite memory is a more. Yeah, I'm done. I want to hear yours. So I hadn't seen Kins in a grip. Okay. And I was like, hey, let's go to Slate Brewery. And she was like, heck yeah, let's go. We were, we, this is the night our parents didn't want us to drive. Heck of the yeah. Year. Anyways, so we get in the car, we're going, <laughs> and like we planned on eating mad food and having a drink, like just one. Well, that didn't go as planned. Two drinks <laughs> in, we were like, okay, well, we're definitely not stopping now. So I had to call Oh, actually, when we went to originally sit at our table and we were both completely sober, Kinsley fell on rocks and dropped everything except for her drink. I think that's a very important part. Oh, yeah, I saved the drink. But fun fact, again, I'm like, we're both very tall. We're both like 5'10", whatever. I was wearing heels, which I don't because normally we are do. Like, why did I decide to wear heels? We are. <laughs> we are exa- well, like, very true. But... The fact that I don't wear heels, I don't know how to walk in heels. And I was walking on rocks. So, of course, I'm going to I think it's fine. fucking roll an ankle. Like, I think it's fine. Maybe tear an ACL. But, I don't so know. So, we ended up drinking way too much. And I had to call my friends from work. Shout out Wayford Beer, Wine, and Spirits. If you're in the area, please stop by because I love that place. We had to call my friends from work and have them drive me to my boss's house so that, in return, we could babysit because she needed us to babysit that night. So... We get there, and when we get there, I was then told that the kid that drove my car didn't even have a license, so that was cool. Um, so sorry, mom and dad and the police officers. Anyways, we got there safely, and we babysat, trashed, and had the kids making us drinks, which is not appropriate, but it was so much fun, and it was just an absolute blast, and it's one of my favorite stories still to this day. High key yeah. recommend babysitting. She paid out. us in alcohol. It was so nice of her. Would you agree? Absolutely. She was like, "Here, I'll pay yeah. you in this." Yeah, I and I was like, "Like, can we drink it tonight?" Time. And she was like, "Absolutely, girls, keep your buzz." And I was like, "You are a mother. Good for you." That is my. You are my, my spirit oh, I love you. woman. But yeah, that's one of my faves. Oh my god. Oh, I love that. That's that's a good one. Um. It looks like someone asked out this of is all the most people, relevant question why Kayla as your guest. Which is very true. So, again, typically this is a podcast hosted by Isabella and I. Isabella has been Isabella is doing lately. woman she shit. She is a boss woman. She, she is. She's applying for jobs. She's finishing schooling. She is... Literally, a She's medical a hero caregiver. In if yeah. her job didn't exist, people would die. Mm-hmm. Salute our caregivers. So I was like, okay, well, no one wants to hear me talk for I know forty five to an hour. Kidding. Right now, we're at sixty two minutes. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, let's bring Kayla on the podcast because number one, best friend. Yeah. Number two, she's uh-huh, a crackhead. Yeah, I'm the crackhead. I have three fingers up right now. <laughs> 
number three, like the content that we were gonna get out of this, yeah. and she's wearing I can't cotton wait. beats right if now. If you don't follow me on social media, 100%. please go to my Instagram because I'm gonna publish the video of the behind the scenes. And I look, if any of you know who Ko9 is, I look like Ko9 right now. Shout out, that's my boy though. <laughs> Shout out uh, Ko9, is he still in jail? Mm-hmm. We write to each other though. He's doing really good. Yeah. <laughs> So that's kind of that. And then I also see why did this podcast start? Um, I'm a huge whore for podcasts. I will listen to, I listen to Call Her Daddy. I listen to um, Crime Junkie with Ashley Flowers and Britt. I listen to Old Man and the Three, which is a podcast hosted by JJ Reddick, who used to play for um duke now plays for the pelicans i will listen to there's a podcast called morbid which is also like more scary stories um i listen to probably a podcast by shannon ford and mary carlisle which those are two oh, girls that are based oh, shout out, out nashville, nashville. Moving there. um so i just <laughs> so i like i'm a whore for them i will listen and I think that even though I'm not super funny, I have a lot of, like, fun life stories to share and a lot of friends that have fun life stories to share. And I think that if we're going to sit around and talk about them, why not record them and see, like, what we can come of it? And also, I have gotten a few, like, DMs and stuff like that about stuff that I've shared and people have been like yeah. oh my god I relate to that I so think that's much like that's really helped me like a platform and like this like I really like it's so inspiring it makes people feel not alone absolutely. I remember when I had my blog people would like contact me and be like you're so brave and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not brave I just have a lot of thoughts and I put them on paper so like the fact that you appreciate something I'm insecure about because like yeah. it's really bold to do something like that it means so much to you so like I honestly exactly against all the kudos because doing something like this in a way saves people or keeps them occupied like you don't understand what this podcast could do for someone even if only four people listen like well and that's what I'm saying like even if it's just like three loyal listeners like that's dope to me that someone would even want to like listen I mean honestly again do you hear my voice right now right now we're going through some allergies up here so I'm very nasally but like the fact that anyone would want to listen to this is just (laughs) no for sure kind of dope to think about so and hey honestly I would love to like keep doing this I would love for at some point for it to kind of like even if it doesn't do blow it up or whatnot um, it keeps me saying it's something to sit here and literally talk it about is. I feel yeah. like it's a therapy session almost like just kind of talking about your rent like your random thoughts problems sure. memories no, like I shit totally like that agree. so I think that's really cool all right, let's ask you oh, one dirty. more question before we go. Okay, so, um, well, okay, I did this to Isabella. Okay. The one time when I, like, interviewed her, and I said, go to the notes on your phone and pick, like, scroll and pick a random okay. note, like, with your eyes closed and read it. You don't have to read, like, your password. Or, I'm, like, kind of nerdy. I'm going to scroll people. to maybe something more fun. I was going to say, okay. I was really hoping to, like, catch something juicy in Isabella's, and it wasn't juicy at all. Oh, my gosh. I picked a new one because there's nothing juicy on here, but this is amazing. So, I have a list of um, awkward things that guys have said to me. 
throughout our, our interactions. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to stay this one because it, I'm only going to say one because there's a lot and not a lot, like meaning like, okay, she's a four. like a lot, meaning like, I think everything's funny. So I'm going to write yeah, it down yeah, yeah. multiple times from the same person and I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. When when you want to write a book, then you have all your notes. You don't know. Okay, so this one is my favorite, uh, personal fan favorite. This one says, I was at a friend's house, and the response to, oh, can I have a charger? My phone's dying, was, I have a charger on that side of the bed for people that sleep there. I said, (laughs) I said, yeah, you do. I said, that is respectful. Oh, my God. God, he has like a yeah. was it a boy? It was a boy. Yeah. So he that has a community so nice charger. It's so thoughtful. With a charged phone, and I was like, honestly, put some respect on that kid's name because, dude, that is the best. That is why I don't spend the night. I don't spend the night at other like at men's houses. If anything is going to happen, they are coming to my apartment where I can be in my warm bed with my beautiful mattress. A lot of pillows and a duvet with my charger my bathroom my toothbrush like yeah so like i've only ever spent the night at like boyfriend's house so i was like wow there are gentlemen out there who don't give me a title yeah like thank (laughs) you because this is the nicest thing anyone said for me and so to a long time and there's so many other Exactly, and there's and so now many I can call an Uber in the morning the and not have to use your phone a charger, and I just think that's respectful. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if he's gonna, oh, like, I'm not even saying that. Whore, I'm just saying well be respectful. It's and... not like I'm a whore. I don't think he's a whore, but like, thank you so much, sir, for your kind gestures. Because I was too. Yeah, your generosity is incredible. Your generosity. I will kiss your face. <laughs> oh my god all right well on that note thank I you for asking me like i said it might be hit or miss but i'm here to see the outcome for sure i would love to hear it it is gonna go up very very soon um so everyone go ahead and i oh, guess Kayla, tell them where Instagram, they can find you on with any picture of a tall blonde the short blonde is isabella um, actually, Isabella is a brunette now. Yeah, sorry, Isabella switched. Oh, she has brown hair now. Before the summer, but I am the tall with the blonde hair. My at is K A Y underscore two J. Give me a shout out if you like boutiques. I internship for a boutique, and we have hella cute clothes. So come join the movement. Support small businesses, twenty twenty one. Hell yeah! Ooh, we love that. Well, thank All you. right, this well, was thank a blast. You so much, and I hope and it wasn't horrible. I, I want to come back. <laughs> yes. Okay. Dude, I would love to have you back. Absolutely. All right. This is.